0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time watching me or you're hearing the podcast playback and you don't know who I am, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like your. get your business paperwork together so things like getting your articles of incorporation making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers making sure you have appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by clients and partners Um, basic brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas Uh, and hiring policies so you don't get sued for discrimination I help you set up all of these foundational things hey Margaret set these foundations for your business uh, so that you can grow strong you know With a strong foundation. If you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney. I have been one for almost 15 years. Uh, I've started multiple businesses for myself and others both online and offline I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship the law education Hospitality and administrative support and most important. I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible Not everybody has the time the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school But a lot of you have amazing business ideas and if you're going to be successful in business There are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. So If you've been thinking about starting a business idea... Or if you're in the startup phase, you know you, you your business is getting off the ground and you need some legal guidance to, you know, steer you in the right direction. I'm the person that you want to talk to. Go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it's all over my page on Facebook. Uh, there you can book yourself a free 15 minute consultation if you are a first time client. You can also download the free Biz Launch Cheat Sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. That is at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Also. Also at that link, Linktree forward slash NPL consulting from, you could subscribe to the YouTube page and the podcast. And you will also find access to some of my video trainings, like my Let's Get EIN Numbers training, where I show you how to get an EIN number. Now, most attorneys, if you go to them and ask them for an EIN number, they're going to charge you anywhere from $75 to $125, and they're not going to show you how to do it. I teach you how to do the process for $59, because most entrepreneurs start multiple businesses in their lifetimes, okay? So go check out Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. There's a lot of cool stuff over there, all right? All right, but that is enough about me. Let's get to the show um that's why y'all here, right? Okay. So the way that the show works for those of you who might be new is that I pull I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites. Today is a special episode because every single story that we have today was submitted to me by you guys. Um I had two stories from 76 Grimke and I have a story from Miss Whitney. Um and they have completed our, you know, our list of stories for today that makes me feel really good I love when you guys send me stories it lets me know that you guys are involved and it lets me know what you guys want to hear about so I'm really excited about today's episode since it was sourced by you guys because this show is not just for me it's for y'all so when y'all get involved that gets me excited okay um but yeah, I pull stories that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them. So this is your time to give your comments and your questions as long as they're respectful, okay? Um, and it's more exciting when we participate together. Nobody just wants to hear somebody talking at them. Remember you were in school and somebody would just lecture and lecture and lecture? That's boring. You like the, you like the classes where you got to interact and do stuff, okay? So that's what we're doing here. All right, so let's get started. 76 Grim K, our first story was submitted by you, boo. All right. If you have heard of Fashion Nova, give me an F in the comments. If you have heard of Fashion Nova, give me an F in the comments. Um, now I'm pretty sure all of us have heard of Fashion Nova. It's basically, you know, it's an online, uh, fast fashion store. They, you know, they're pretty well known. You can get clothes pretty cheap on there. Um, Fashion Nova is always getting sued. Thank you, 76 Grimke. Fashion Nova is always getting sued for violating patents and trademarks and designs by other, um, you know, from other companies. They've been sued by Versace. Thank you, Charlie. They've been sued by, um... Thanks, Trista. They've been sued by almost everybody. And today is no different. Uh, Fashion Nova is currently being sued for trademark infringement by uh, Playboy, the Playboy company. Um, Now, if you uh, didn't know, uh, who who can tell me what the official Playboy, uh, you know, quote unquote, uniform is? If you were to think of Playboy and a uniform, what would you think, right? Think about what they call the girls who, you know, who appeared in Playboy magazine when it was a magazine. What were they called, right? Does anybody know? Don't act like y'all don't know. Come on, we're all adults here, okay? And I'm not going to hold you too long. Anyway, um, if you didn't know, the, uh, Playboy, uh, at one time was an adult magazine, and the women, yes, the bunny outfit, thank you, Margaret, and the women who appeared in the magazine were called Playboy Bunnies, thank you, 76 Grim K, for the bunny, did you know that Playboy actually has a trademark on the Playboy bunny outfit, like the, it's a satin corset, a bow tie, the bunny ears, thank you, Charlie, And the white tail, these are all owned, these are all intellectual property, thank you Trista, of Playboy. That whole costume, the way that it is designed is something that is protected by the Playboy company. They were very smart in protecting that. And they are suing Fashion Nova because Fashion Nova is currently selling their own version of the Playboy bunny costume. They're calling it the bunny of the month um, four-piece costume, and if, um, and Playboy is not happy about it. Now, Fashion Nova, this is, this is no surprise. Fashion Nova is always ripping off other people, and Playboy is not playing with them. They said, yes, 76 Grim Playboy Playboy's not playing with them. They said, look, we got our trademarks. I don't care what kind of fast fashion you are, you are not going to rip off our costume. So they are currently suing Fashion Nova for trademark infringement. Now, we know that, do you guys think that the costume is that, um, is the Playboy costume so distinctive that they deserve this protection? Because most of you, you, you said what, you know, the costume that you thought of when you think of Playboy, you thought of the bunny costume. So do you think that they deserve this protection for the bunny costume? How many of us have tried to dress up as a bunny, Right and it's one thing if you make your own costume it's another thing for a fashion house fast fashion or no to basically rip off the design and start selling it at a discount um i ch- uh i checked i think the 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 official playboy bunny costumes run for about 30 40 dollars i'm sure you can get this costume for probably 10 15 dollars um on fashion nova uh seven six said yes it does deserve the protection right playboy they have a long storied history they are embedded in american culture right we we know what what that bunny logo means i put the bunny logo in my um instagram stories today and you guys knew exactly what company the logo belonged to playboy they have a reputation out in these streets right and they want to protect that, and they have they have a certain look that they are trying to protect. So they don't want other brands, especially Fashion Nova, um, you know, ripping them off. Margaret Massey said, "Fashion Nova knows, uh, Fashion Nova, they know they're wrong. They do deserve the protection." Hey, sincere thirty nine. How you doing, sir? Right. So Playboy is at Fashion Nova's neck, just like a bunch of other um, designers. Because this is what Fashion Nova does. This is what happens in fast fashion. I told you guys many times in fashion, um, it's really hard to protect your work unless it's like a very distinctive pattern or, you know, a very distinctive design. So when you do create one, you want to protect it as much as possible so that when somebody inevitably copies it, because that is just what happens in the fashion world, you can go after them, right? So Fashion Nova, uh, they're going to have to face the music with Playboy. Um, and these bunny costumes. Anyway, good luck to them. Okay. All right. So yeah, I just wanted to let you know about Fashion Nova's latest, uh, infringement case. Okay. All right. So we are moving on to our second story of the evening. And this is going to be interesting So, uh, I asked you guys in the comments earlier, I asked if you guys liked Dunkin' Donuts and 75% of you said no. And that really hurt my feelings. If you like Dunkin' Donuts, give me a DD in the comments. If you like Dunkin' Donuts, give me a DD in the comments. Just so you know, I'm from Boston. Dunkin' Donuts runs Boston. There's a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner. I grew up on their coffee. I love Dunkin' Donuts and I, it really upsets me that I can't find Dunkin' Donuts as often as I would like to in the DMV area. But if you are a Dunkin' Donuts fan, give me a DD. Thank you, cynthia 39 At least one person has some good taste up here. All right. My dad used to say that uh, Dunkin' Donuts coffee has crack in it because <laughs> it was just so good. Um, Anyway, so Dunkin' Donuts, like most fast food chains, like most chains, they have franchisees. You only like the cinnamon rolls, Margaret. OK. But you like something. All right. Dunkin' Donuts got something for everybody. OK. Um, yes. But Dunkin' Donuts. They are a chain, which means that they have franchisees, which means that individual restaurants, they can basically purchase the rights to call themselves a Dunkin' Donuts restaurant, and they have to follow certain rules, right? You have to keep up certain appearances. When you think of Dunkin' Donuts, what are the three things that you think of when, uh, for Dunkin' Donuts, tell me the three qualities that you think of or the three things, it doesn't have to be qualities, what three things or words come to mind when you think of Dunkin' Donuts? Mmm, <clears throat> mm. When I think of Dunkin' Donuts, I think coffee, breakfast sandwiches, and early mornings. Like, whenever I would have an early morning where I'm running, I have to run and I don't have time to make breakfast, you know, I would stop at a Dunkin' Donuts to grab something. So, what do you think of when you think of Dunkin' Donuts? Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Y'all don't think of anything? Anyway, like I said, I think of coffee, breakfast sandwiches, and early mornings, right? Okay, uh, Sincere 39 said coffee, donuts, and muffins awesome right but when we think uh margaret massey said cinnamon rolls when we think of dunkin donuts we don't think of dirty right 76 grimk said coffee donuts and long lines trista said donuts bagels and coffee okay Uh, in none of those discussions do i see the word dirty no franchise no restaurant wants to be known for being filthy right particularly a chain There was a New Jersey restaurant, a New New Jersey location of a Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, Apparently, they had an inspection by the officials of Dunkin' Donuts, and they found that the restaurant was filthy. The floors were dirty. There were insects. It was disgusting. So Dunkin' Donuts was like, girl, this is not how we represent Dunkin' Donuts out in these streets, so you don't get to call yourself a Dunkin' Donuts anymore. They stripped that location of their franchisee, um, rights, meaning that they no longer had the right to call themselves a Dunkin' Donuts. They no longer had the right to display the Dunkin' Donuts signs, right? But the, uh, the owner of the restaurant was like, I don't care what you say, and kept, uh, you know, and, and kept, um, presenting themselves as a Dunkin' Donuts in New Jersey. And now Dunkin' Donuts is suing them for trademark infringement, right? Because Dunkin Donuts, uh I do not know where in New Jersey since 39. My apologies. Um it did not tell me what city. But um when you have a trademark, right? When you have a company, you have certain qualities that you want to be expressed in the world. Particularly when you are a chain, people expect a certain quality. Margaret Massey said that's right, making DD look bad, right? When I go to, uh, 76 Cream K said they had to be really nasty, right? When, when you go to a chain restaurant, you know, more than once, you know what to expect, right? So you, and you want that experience every time you go to that chain restaurant. Hey, Shonda, that's why you go to a chain restaurant. So Dunkin' Donuts, they're a chain. They said, we have, a, we have a standard that we expect for each and every one of our restaurants. So this particular restaurant because they did not uphold those standards of cleanliness, Dunkin Donuts was like you no longer represent us. This is not the qual- this is not the standard of quality that we want represented in the streets. So you don't get to call yourself a Dunkin Donuts anymore. This is why it's important to defend your mark. You don't want people out here put, you know, putting a bad stain on your name because they're not using your name properly. This is why you have to defend your mark zealously if someone is either using it without your permission or using it after you told them to stop, right? So Dunkin' Donuts, has uh, they stripped this restaurant of their rights. They kept using the name. So now they're getting sued. For trademark infringement, right? Um, so, my esteemed audience, do you think that Duncan is doing too much, or do you think that this restaurant needs to get a grip, right? You're a franchisee. I'm sure you spent a lot of money to gain to be able to call yourself a Dunkin' Donuts, and I'm sure you went through a lot of you know training on how to on how to run the restaurant and how to keep the restaurant. Why would you want to jeopardize that and not maintain the standards? Every chain restaurant has, you know, these are the type of you t- these are the type of of tools that you use. Here's how long you cook it. Here's how you keep the place. And you're basically, you know, making them look bad in these streets. You know, it's like you know how when your mother, when you were leaving the house, she looked you over to make sure you were neat. So people, you know, she'd be like, I don't want people talking about me in the streets. She want to make sure that you look good, you smell good. So people don't think that, you know, something rotten is going on back home. Same thing with Dunkin' Donuts. When you are a franchisee, you are our child in these streets. You represent us. So you need to represent us in the right way. Um, Margaret Massey said the restaurant needs to get a grip. Absolutely. So good luck to Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, 76 Grim Crate DD is protecting the brand. Very, very true. And thank you for 76 Grim... Thank you, 76 Grimka, for sending me that story. 76 guy be on it. Be sending me stories like what? I love it. Okay? So, my beloved Dunkin' Donuts is out here defending their name from people who can't keep their restaurants clean. I don't appreciate that. All right? Good luck to Dunkin' Donuts. Um, yes. Uh... Okay, we're actually moving along pretty quickly. I am very excited. We're probably going to have time for Q and A tonight. Okay, Um, before we move on to our last story of the evening, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance. If you don't know how to, you know, get your articles of incorporation. If you don't know how to get an EIN number. If you need help putting together a contract or an operating agreement or a non-disclosure agreement. If you don't know how to protect your logo or your book or your art. If you need help with hiring policies. These are all things that I can help you with. Go to linktree forward slash mpl consulting firm um, and set up an appointment with me. I would love to chat with you. Okay. All right. Um. Yes. Okay. So moving on to our final story of the evening. Um, does anybody know the, the artist Chris Sales? He's a music artist. I think he's a rapper, maybe. Has anybody heard of the artist Chris Sales? If you have, if you have just give me a yes in the comments, please. This story was actually submitted by Miss Whitney. I don't think she's uh, on here with us today, but she did submit it. Has anybody heard of the artist Chris Sales? Mm, mm, mm. Charlie has heard of Chris Sales. Okay, uh, Charlie, have you heard Chris Sales' song? He ain't me. Uh, seventy six K said the name sounds familiar. Well, Charlie knows who he is. Charlie, do you know Chris Sale's song? He ain't me. If you do, just give me another yes in the comments. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna wait for Charlie. Sorry to podcast land, but Charlie's the only one who knows who this artist is. Okay, so you know, you know the song. He ain't me, right? Um, so Chris Sales is being sued by two, uh, musicians or producers, one by the name of Mike Guap and one by the name of Jiggy Zo. Um, apparently Chris Sales stole the beat, uh, for He Ain't Me, um, from them. Um, and they are suing him for copyright infringement. They, uh, they apparently have tried to DM him. He said that they were too broke to sue him for stealing it. Uh, and then he blocked them on social media. So now they are, they are turning to social media to let people know that he stole the beat. Um, and the story that Miss Whitney sent me, I be- it, it was on the Shade Room or it was on the Jasmine brand. Either way, they play a clip of Chris Sales he ain't me and then they play the beat with Mike Guap and Jiggy Zo. And I'm going to tell you the beats sound identical, right? Now, Mike Guap and Jiggy Zo, they haven't filed any official paperwork yet to us uh, to sue Chris Sales for copyright infringement. But can anybody tell me what will they need to successfully at least begin to sue for copyright infringement, what will Mike Guap and Jiggy Zoe need to uh, if they plan on suing Chris Sales for copyright infringement? What do you think? Because right now, all they're, what they're doing is just kind of putting stuff out here on social media. And yes, the court of social media is real, but if you want any real, you know, effective change, you're probably going to have to go to a courthouse. So think about all the stories that we've had about copyright infringement. Think about how the law has changed. What are Mike Guap and Jiggy Zo going to need if they are going to successfully sue Chris Sales for copyright infringement for for stealing their beat? Does anybody know? Oh, hey, hey. Does anybody know? Oh, hey, hey, hey. Um, Charlie Watson, Stephen said proof that they had made the beat prior to him releasing it, and that he was aware of the beat. IDK, just guessing. Well, that's part of it. Um, no, seventy-six criminal. That's what they would do. Um, to get him to stop. Right, send a send a cease and desist letter, but. Charles, uh, Chris Sales doesn't seem to have any intention of stopping. Uh, Margaret Masters said, show that they have produced the beat. It's not just showing that they have produced the beat. Remember, I told you guys, nowadays when you're suing for copyright infringement, you need a legal copyright. You need a registered copyright in order to be able to successfully sue for copyright infringement. The copyright court is no longer... Um, for the most part, taking cases of copyright infringement if you have not officially registered with the Copyright Office. So the first thing that Mike Guap and Jiggy Zo are going to have to show is that they have a legally registered copyright for this beat. Okay, do we understand how that works? Give me a thumbs up if, if we understand. Now, if they have the legally registered copyright, that is going to supersede, you know, any proof. They're not going to have to show proof that they created the beat, you know, here's us in the studio. Because they're going to have that piece of paper right there that says, we own this beat, okay? Do we understand? So for all of my artists out there, if you are worried about your work being stolen, you need to register your art with a copyright so that you or can successfully sue in court because most of because going forward most of the cases for copyright infringement if you don't have a legal copyright they're not going to hear your case they're going to dismiss it okay so if you are a Chris Sales fan you may want to reach out to him and tell him that you know he needs to do the right thing and pay these these gentlemen their money I listen to the beat. Um, if y'all y- 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 can, I think you can, again, it's either on the Jasmine brand or the Shade Room on Instagram, the story, and they play the beats back to back and you can, like, they're identical. So um, I don't think there's any real way that Chris Sales can get out of this unless he can, unless they just didn't protect their work. If they were just putting their work out there on the internet without protection, you know, Chris sales might have an argument that, you know, it's fair use. It was out there in the world, but, um, we will have to wait and see. All right. Okay. So, um, guys, those were the three stories that we had for tonight. Again, I was really excited because all three stories that we had for tonight were submitted by you guys. I always tell you guys, you know, if you find something interesting to send it to me. And y'all showed out today. I uh, was really excited to get all of these DMs with stories. It lets me know that you're very engaged. I want to thank you for your participation this evening. I want to thank uh, the, the new people who I saw tonight. Charlie, I don't think I've seen you in the broadcast before. If I If I have, you know, my apologies, but thanks for joining us. Um, but we can get into some Q and a right now. If you guys have questions about the stories that we covered or about business formation in general, thank you, Margaret. So if you have questions about Playboy versus Fashion Nova, if you have questions about Dunkin' Donuts, stripping that nasty restaurant of their franchisee rights, if you have questions about Chris sales, I have questions cause I don't know who this young man is. Um, you know, now is your time to ask, but also if you have, Oh, newbie here. Okay, well, you are welcome, Charlie. But also, if you have questions about business formation, about EIN numbers, DUNS numbers, contracts, trademarks, copyrights, patents. If you have questions about registering your business with the state, how to protect your business name. Um, you know, how am I supposed to set up my money for, for my business? You know, how do I keep somebody from stealing my logo? How do I hire people properly? Now is your time to ask. We have about four minutes before we close out. So I want to give you guys that time right now. Okay. And also I want to remind you, share this out to your friends. You know, don't keep me a secret. I'm trying to, you know, take this show to on a bigger and bigger platform and spread the word to more people. Because again, like I always say, there are a lot of people who have amazing business ideas. The barrier to entry to business is very, very low. But unfortunately, we, uh, while we are a country that says we are built on small business, we don't teach people how to start or run businesses. So I'm making it my mission to really help us become astute business owners. So make sure you share this out to your friends, okay? Um, but yeah, we have. so if you... Shonda said, "Where do you apply for a Dun's number? So you apply for a Dun's number. You go to the Dun's and Bradstreet website to apply for a Dun's number. Okay. Um, now, if you don't know what that entails, I have a, I have a, um, I have a whole workshop of, of video training. If you go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm." There is a training called Dunn's Numbers, the business passport, and I literally take you to the Dunn's and Bradstreet website, and I show you how to apply for your Dunn's number. We talk about, you know, what the Dun's number is, why you need it, why it's important. So, so um, that is, that's the, the short answer. You can either go straight to the Duns and Bradstreet website and apply, go kind of dig around, or you can go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and pick up my Duns number workshop training. Okay. Um, Margaret Massey said, can I trademark Beijing Barry? Obama said it. Probably not because we know that Obama, you know, Obama, he is worldwide. Everybody hangs off his every word. So I'm sure that people are going to be clocking that, I'm, now, it doesn't mean that you can't try, but the fact that President, I'm still calling him President Obama, I don't care what y'all say, but the fact that President Obama is such a famous person and, you know, his words, we were, all of his words are recorded. The trademark office is probably going to reject your application and they're not going to refund your money. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so we've got two more minutes if y'all have any more questions if y'all have any more questions if not we can close out for the night. again I want to thank you guys for your attendance. I want to thank you for your energy and participation. Tonight was awesome. Um, don't forget to send me stories if you if you find anything interesting look tonight was tonight was sponsored by y'all Tonight was all about y'all and like it just made me like it's great okay? Shonda said, okay, thank you. Now someone said that the fund is going away. What fund? No. Okay. Shonda, I think I know what you're talking about. So DUNS numbers, DUNS numbers have multiple purposes. One of the purposes used to be is if you were interested in gaining a federal contract. However, the federal contract um, the, the 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 federal government is setting up their own um, identification numbers now for the federal con- for for federal contracts. A number called the SAMI. So you still need a Dun's number if you're trying to get products and stuff into big stores and build your business credit. But if you're planning on going into federal contracting, you're going to need a SAMI number. Okay. Alright. Margaret Massey said, how do you send stories? You can DM them to me. You can message them to me, um, you know, on Instagram or on Facebook. If you go to my Facebook page, there is a, there should be a button there that says message me and you can just send me a link and I will see it. Trust me. I'm, I'm good at responding. Okay. Alright. So, um, that is where I'm going to leave you, my darlings. Uh, have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Get some sleep. Uh, make sure that you wash your hands. Uh, stay safe guys. You know, I'm going to keep saying it because it's still out here. Corona is not gone. Um, I need y'all to stay safe and it's hitting closer and closer to home. I keep hearing about people who are closer and closer to me getting, getting it. Um, I need y'all to stay safe. Okay. Like it's not a joke out here. Please stay safe. All right. Have a good night. Bye.